Welcome to the Art of the Die. Game week 33 is on the horizon here. We're recording midweek after some Champions League scuffles ensued. I'm here with Nick again because apparently Jake doesn't do the podcast anymore. Nick, what's going on, man? Hi, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm fine. Things are kind of like crazy in life right now, so we're kind of doing a speed pod tonight, uh, which is fine, but uh, a little bit stressful, you know? We're packing it all in. Yeah, we're all about- Shoving it in there. Yeah, we take it all, we shove it where we got to shove it, and we just move on. As quickly as possible. As quickly as possible. Story of my life. hey Okay, let's move on past that part. Wait, was I supposed to respond to that? I don't know. You are supposed to be like, wow, great job, buddy, you know, or something like that. There was like a small pause yeah. and then I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, sometimes my brain just goes blank, you know, yeah. I just don't have a good good retort. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those situations where both you and I have been absolutely shredded the last couple of weeks. Uh, we played our wild cards um, and have not had much fun and that's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, Jake... Gone again. I think four pods in a row you've done now. How are you feeling about that? Wait, what? Four- Did you just call me Jake? No, no, Jake, Jake gone for four pods in a row. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> no. This is a really rough one to be in with. Sorry. It's fine. No, I'm just saying like, uh, you know, Jake's been gone for four pods in a row. And uh, now you're kind of becoming the main co-host. How are you feeling about that? I think it's probably more to do with Jake's laziness than anything. Like, yeah. he has found someone who does an adequate job of doing, like, the uh, the awkward pauses, right. like, not understanding what you're saying. Right. But just enough, like, just slightly better than he can do it <laughs> so that he doesn't have to be on the pot anymore. But he's still reaping all the rewards of, say, our manscaping ads. Yeah. He doesn't even have to do anything at this point. Right. It's basically like he is... He is the rich, like, landowner, and we're the serfs no, who have a, to work the land Yeah, he's for an oligarch him. now. Yeah, he's got, he's yeah, got good yeah. smelling. He's an oligarch with great trimmed, good smelling balls, uh, but doesn't <laughs> have to do any of the work for it. Someone should confiscate his yacht. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah, uh, or like whatever Jake's yacht would be in his life. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that would be, and I probably shouldn't make inappropriate comments about it, so I'll just move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, a terrible game week again for me. Um, you did slightly better, but also bad. Uh, yeah, so so just bad. brutal. We'll get into the game week in a little bit, but um, double game week 33, this is kind of the reason you and I both wild carded early. The idea was like, prep for 33 now i have to play a free hit um so let's just talk about i guess where our teams are kind of at and about what we think is upcoming for this game week um where i guess let's just start with that like how many double gamer weekers do you have i have a fair amount so i guess that's like the only silver lining to the, the the terrible run of form that my team has been on i have uh let's see I guess I got eight players who have doubles coming up, and I may I have two free transfers to to move in some other guys. So I, I haven't made any moves yet. I'm still kind of trying to figure it out, but um, I think Weghorst is one of those players that I'm just absolutely sick of. Right. Like yeah. I don't I don't even care if he scores points at the, at this juncture. I just want him off my team because he's just been absolute garbage. Yeah, have you thought a little bit about going into the game week, what you might do with him? I think that's one of the biggest questions because I think he got pulled pre-60 minutes in the last game, and that's a huge concern that, like, the manager seems, Deutsch seems to be upset with him as well. Um, have you thought about what you might want to do there? I think I could bring in Chris Wood, who also has a double, and maybe is in, um, you know, he's on pens or he took a pen. Um, in one of their previous fixtures. So Chris Wood could be a good alternative. I think he's highly selected at this point. There's there's a there's a large um, group of Twitter people out there who have a, a pretty solid template right now. And it's like Wood, Shar, Ronaldo, Fernandez. There's just like I think picking any of those guys would maybe be a, a safe play just because they're going to be highly owned as many people are on their uh, free hits this week. Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I'm also trying to 
to game plan for the uh, upcoming game weeks and make sure I don't have uh, make sure I can capitalize on the double game weeks coming up as well. So I might make something like a boring move, like a goalkeeper bringing in um, my backup goalkeeper, swapping Pope for Schmeichel or something like that. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a tough one. I have two freeze as well. I'm trying to figure out what to do here. I have nine currently double game week players sitting in my team, but that does include uh, Weghorst and Roberts, who Roberts who didn't play in uh, in the last match, um, and so that's the, both those players are definitely a concern. Uh, I want to have two free transfers going into game week 34 uh, because I want to remove um, Ronaldo out of my squad and bring in somebody like TAA or Robertson or something like that. But uh, in order to do that, I, I don't want to have to take a hit. So basically, I have one free transfer to move a player such as Roberts or Weghorst. Um, I think I'm going to keep single game week players such as Cancelo and Sala in my side. And so, um, you know, I, the rest of the team will all have doubles. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I mean, I think on one hand, I feel fortunate to have all these double game week players. On the other hand, the concern is that we're going to be going up primarily against free hitters, aren't we? Like at our in our current rank, a lot of the players are either going to have um, kind of template teams like ours or they're going to free hit their way through it. Um, do you have concerns yeah. about losing big game week rank or big overall <laughs> rank? No, because like I can't get any worse for me at this yeah. point. I mean, yeah. last game week, I think I was in like the uh, probably nine millionth place for the, my game week rank. And, and this week it was about 4.5. So, um, you know, if I do better than that, that makes me feel good. Yeah. I'm just hoping that maybe the template, maybe people are a little too aggressive going after those double game week fixtures or players and perhaps some players, and this is a question that had come up, you know, some players, those premium players who only have one game this week, are they worth keeping or rostering or starting because they're just better players like Sala, for example. Um, he doesn't have two games, but he is just uh, a great player. He didn't play. Um, I think he played like 30 minutes today. It'll be interesting. He'll probably play 90 um, on Saturday and then we'll see what his playing time looks like. But, you know, he could have a, a, a good haul against Man United, which is one game. So um, any any thoughts there in terms of primo players with just one game? Yeah, it's the age old question going into the double game weeks. I think if you're on a free hit, I think you have to go with mostly nine out of 11, at least double game week players. Uh, you got to just go for that top end upside. But um, but there is the concern about leaving players like Son, Kane, um, um, yeah, Salah, out of Cancelo, those types of players out of your side. Um, personally, if I was free hitting, I would probably leave those players mostly out. And I would go with mostly double game week players. That's just what I would do. Yeah, I think I've just been burned by trying to maximize my wild card, having those double game week opportunities and those players not panning out. But the other question that I'm thinking is, is how many people take our advice and what should we give good advice or bad advice moving forward so that like strategically, right. should we say target Spurs players so that people are like oh maybe i should target spurs players right. and then they make a bad decision and we can we can climb the rank that way yeah know, dirty a little bit i mean i think you uh you're relatively new to the podcast hosting scene uh comparatively compared to jake right and so we, we've said this for years that the reason we started the pod in the first place was to move rank right was to, to, okay. to influence a handful of people so we have roughly like I don't know, 22 people that listen to this podcast. And so uh, and so I'm hoping to have a 22 uh, rank jump this next game week. Nice. Yes. that uh, That's the goal. It's all about the subterfuge. So, yeah, um, you know, for the uh, small double-digit listeners out there, follow our advice to a T yeah. and do nothing different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Bobby writes in, is Marco worried by how much Jake has closed the gap on him? Is Marco at risk of losing his leading man status? So Jake was about a hundred points behind me, uh, maybe five or six game weeks ago. He had a couple good game weeks in a row. And then I played my wild card and he jumped like another 40 points really quickly. Uh, I am now only, I think roughly 20 points up on Jacob. Um, I will admit that, uh, I will destroy this podcast if Jake beats me. I just want everyone to know that. Um, I will delete every episode that has ever existed. Uh, I will delete my team. Uh, I will cancel any relationships that we have with anyone and delete our Twitter account. Um, so, no, I'm not worried if Jake beats me. I'm not worried at all. Yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. I just love how Jake like these past few weeks is like yeah i'm smarter than the computers right that's his- algorithm schmalgorithm oh uh, well he's but for the record jake's been like that for his entire life i mean like that's kind of how like he thinks he's a computer or better than that yeah he's just outperforming the models i think in the last three game weeks and so that to jake is like See, guys, it's proof I'm smarter than the computers. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, He'll do this thing uh, very similar with stocks, right? So, he's very into investing for those that don't know. Uh, And I've said to him in the past, like, Jacob, um, you know, there's all these studies that say monkeys throw darts at dartboards with stocks on the dartboard and do the same as, like, the top stock investors in the world. And it's probably better just to, uh, to trade you know, ETFs and things that are very, you know, like that show growth over time. And uh, his response is like, yeah, well, I'm not a monkey and I'm not a computer and I'm better than everybody, <laughs> you know? And like, so he makes, he'll make a little money like over the last couple of years when like everybody made a shitload of money. And he was like, I'm basically the alpha when it comes to investment. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm fucking done talking to you. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Jacob, we got to get him back. I, I miss having him on the pod. No, I know. I want him to talk about me sitting on his face more. That makes me feel good about myself. Wait, him sitting on your face or you sitting on his face? Me sitting on his face. He, uh, he would he prefer me to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> yeah. I think it's like the, the, the social, like the fact that yeah. you would make him feel bad about right. it. Right. Social, psychological, they call that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't. You'd say so he would enjoy. You'd tell that. him good job. Yeah, I'd probably like kind of sit awkwardly and be like, oh, oh, is, "Is this how it? Is, is, am I doing it right? Oh, oh, is that good? Okay, are we done? Yep. Okay, we're done. Okay. Wow, that was a quick. That's quick for a face sit. Just like a little boop, you know. <laughs> is that normally how you face sit on people? Boop. <laughs> Hey, I'm just gonna sit. Okay, thanks. Just gonna you. sit down real quick. Boop. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> Fun. Like I said, cram it in. Do it as fast as possible. There we go. Uh, Kendo writes in double game week 33 coming up. Uh, would you bench single game week players? We already kind of covered this. Uh, Liverpool, City, Spurs uh, to play double game week uh, players from Newcastle, Leicester, and perhaps Arsenal. Um. Yeah, I mean, I th- for me, Cancelo, I think is a good is, is going to be a good start. Uh, we'll see. There is a chance that he could be rotated uh, this game week. So I think that's the other concern with City and Liverpool now advancing in the Champions League is like um, they're going they're they're going to rotate some players at some level. But but it's challenging because they're also in the title race too. I don't exactly know. I'm not going to pretend like I know what happens here. I I think they're going to field a full strength squad. Yeah. Um, but there is going to be more rotation risks. So some of those players that are nailed are probably going to play um, a couple times a week. But that's what they've been doing all season. It, uh, I don't know. But what do you think about like Chelsea now that they're out of Champions League? Um, you know, should you go all in on Chelsea players because they're going to be maybe better than? Newcastle players, yeah. or is, is that not really the consideration? No, I mean, I I I brought Havertz in on my wild card. I brought James in on my wild card. I was kind of rolling the dice a little bit, hoping that they may go out. Um, they they have been like you know they have been good. So Havertz is the second best over the last six game weeks in non penalty expected goal involvement. Uh, the only player better than him right now is Son. At 5.1, Havertz is at 4.8. And then third is uh, Rafinha at 3.7, just for context there. So, 
you know, I, I do think that Chelsea are a great investment. I do think that Havertz has, for the most part, locked that center forward position down for Chelsea. And, uh, and I, I love the investment there. Um, so two point sexons wrote in asking that, should I keep Havertz, uh, for 33? I, I think so. Um, you know, when we look at the schedule coming up for Chelsea, uh, so they have Arsenal here in 33. There's a potential for them to have a double in 34. It's a pretty low potential. Um, but, you know, looking forward to 36, if you're looking to hold them, I mean, Wolves and Leeds, it's a good fixture for that. Both are good fixtures for them, especially with them trying to secure those top four, that top four position. Um, so yeah, I like Chelsea. My, my concern is for sure that, so they have FA Cup stuff still, don't they? I'm pretty sure. Uh, are they in the other, is it, uh, Chelsea and Crystal Palace in the other semifinal game? I'm not up on that. I think it is. So they play, um, yeah, Crystal Palace on Sunday, April 17th. That's the Sunday. Um, and so I do have a little bit of concern just about potential rotation over that. Um, I mean, obviously, right? We're going to have some concern over all that. When do they play this yeah. week? When does when does that match take place against Arsenal? Is that that's oh, that's Wednesday the twenty. That's on Wednesday. Yeah. So they, this yeah. is an extended game week, isn't it? I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting that because of the FA Cup, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like Chelsea. I like Chelsea. I think they're a good investment. Do you have any Chelsea players? I have Mason Mount and uh, Reese James. I'm going to keep those guys and maybe bring in a third. I'm not, I haven't really decided that one yet, but considering it. Okay. Um, two point. Oh yeah, baby. Also wrote in, will I be the only one dumping uh, Woot Fraghorst? 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 Fraghorst. Fraghorst? For Tony this game week? Um, I don't think you'll be the only one, but it that seems... I don't know. Is that what you want to do? Like Brentford don't have a double. They play Watford, I guess, but they don't have any doubles the rest of the season. Would you be moving them? Tony's been good lately. He has been. Um, and Brentford have been good. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. It's it's like they crushed Chelsea and yeah. they've been on a, a good little run of form and Tony's been involved. I... Just based on maximizing fixtures, I would go with someone like Wood instead of Whitehorst, right. but not not sure if if um, there are other forwards who are um, good alternatives to Tony. There's not a lot. Yeah, not a lot, but yeah, I don't know. Um, he's uh, fourth, nah, he's no, fourth no, no, right no. now, fourth for uh, over the last six game weeks for non penalty XGI. Tony, so maybe I don't know. I think he's just a heartbreaker. Like, he's one of those guys who... You're in love with him? Yeah, like, he leads you to believe that he's a very favorable option, and then Uh, you bring him in, and then he's just terrible. I've had him on my team almost the entire year. I'm uh, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I have too, and I don't think he's ever got a return when he's been on my team. Yeah. Um, But he's had so much potential, and then, yeah, it's... Yeah. He's a good... I I would avoid Tony, but that's just me. Okay. Bracken writes in, who's the best Doherty replacement? Who are you going with? Um, you don't have him, but who would who would you pick if you had to? Regulon? Uh, am I choosing a Spurs player or just like any defender? Any player, any defender that you like. Oh, I don't know. So like the common players that people are picking are like Shar, Regulon. Uh, what, about, what about Target? What do you think about Target? For Newcastle, uh, data's decent, so he's at one point two uh, non penalty xgi in terms of fixtures coming up. Um, so he has a double this game week, and that's all he'll have the rest of the year. So for Newcastle players, like I'd like them for this double, I'd like them for thirty four, and then I want to dump them because then they play Liverpool, City, Arsenal uh, in thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven. I have two, uh, Newcastle players. And so my plan is to kind of offload them going forward yeah. here. Uh, but, but like probably keep them and save a free transfer and then try to get rid of them going into those other games for some other more favorable, f- favorable players. So I don't love him for that reason, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think statistically he's pretty strong if you have a good out, right? Like if you have a way to get rid of him. Yeah, so I guess don't have three Newcastle right. players and he would be your third. But right. if you don't have any Newcastle, wouldn't be a bad yeah, option. Yeah, what yeah. about Char? 
Yeah, so people are all... Same kind of thing. Yeah, they're all horny about Char. I think that's the same thing. Uh, So he's very similar to Target in terms of non-penalty XGI, basically the same numbers. Um, So the difference, the price is 0.03 between the two. Um, So for that reason, I know that sounds like a very small amount, but like for that reason, I'd probably just go with Char um, and and just go with that. I think Char's... A good goal threat. Yeah. I mean, not not talking statistics or anything like that, but just uh, watching the game. So, the eye test, uh, he's very involved in a lot of the set plays. So, he is, although he plays more uh, centrally, he could still get involved. But I do also like the, the idea of having target just because he's on corners, free kicks, those kinds of things. Um, I have Shar on my team as kind of he fit the budget. So... That's kind of where I'm at with things. Yeah, he's um, in the last six game weeks, he's uh, sixth in the league for headed goal attempts. Um, a couple players ahead of him, including Benaric, Aileen, Dunk. But um, but I think like Shar, right, has had has had a great, great run and, and gets on the end of uh, he's similar to like a, a Dawson, right? Like Craig motherfucking Dawson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Craig Dawson. Yeah. Um, all right, so those are kind of the intro questions for the pod uh, this week. Let's get into our teams briefly. Um, pretty fucking terrible, both of ours. I finished with yeah. a game week rank of six million this week after finishing with a game week rank of seven million last week. Um, hey, you're moving on up. Yeah, one million place at a time. Uh, I have dropped uh, um, about a hundred and twenty percent in terms of my game week rank or my overall rank, excuse me, in the last two game weeks after playing my wild card. Uh, this is the first time in my career playing this game that I've ever experienced that. I'll just admit that. Um, I've never not made gigantic gains at the end of the season, um, and I've gone completely the other way. Uh, and, yeah, it fucking sucks. Like, it's not – like, I'm just going to be straight up with everybody. I'm not really enjoying recording the podcast. Like this wasn't something <laughs> it wasn't something I was looking forward to and I see so Jake is kind of a little bitch and like he won't re- he doesn't want to record when he does well. <laughs> and I I've, I've always been like, "Oh, you're so soft, Jake, like figure it out." Uh now I'm starting to realize maybe how he feels and yet I'm I just want everyone to know that I'm still recording. So you're welcome. Um how did you do? Uh, I guess I'll share my team quickly. I mean, I had Wolves. So, so the game we started off incredible. Newcastle was the first game against Wolves, and I had Dubrovka in goal and Wood returns from both. Sick. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, so I'm thinking to myself, there's no way the game week can go poorly, right? Like I got a nine point return from Wood and a seven point return from my goalkeeper. Oh, that's hilarious. It is because I think statistically, if you would have said, what are the odds that you now have a good game week going forward? Um, it was probably like, if there was like some sort of ticker that showed what the percentage chance of your green arrow was after the first game, my percentage chance was probably 95% that I was going to have a yeah. green arrow. You had uh, 16 points from two players in the first game, which is pretty crazy. But- that is a good start. Yeah. I think you can see something like that on FPL Optimize right. where you yeah. you get like a little bit of an indicator of how much better you're doing compared to the average, even than you were projected. So I was in a similar situation. I only had Shargo, but he, he got at least a return and he he exceeded the projections. So it's really a... I didn't realize that that was your situation where you were like, oh, maybe I've turned it around. And then the rest of the games happened and you were like, no, I'm yeah. still terrible. Yeah. No, it sucked because then the <laughs> next day, so uh, Everton play Man United. Uh, I had captain Ronaldo and he uh, got uh, a yellow card. So he got two points because he attacked a little boy or something in the stands. Did you see that? <laughs> Yeah, he smacked him so hard that he, he bruised his hand and then shattered his phone. And then he bought him five more iPhones to make up for it. So, right. he's good now. Yeah, that's kind of how it works when you're a celebrity, I guess. Like, you can hurt kids and just be like, he has, a, he has five iPhones, bitch. <laughs> and then the kids are like, oh, thanks. I'm not mad anymore. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to drop that lawsuit. Right. Yeah, okay. Five iPhones? Holy shit. <laughs> fucking kids so stupid uh yeah what are you doing get your hand out of there right so uh anyways i had returns of uh, Cancelo had a return uh sala had a return havertz uh had a goal 
And so you'd think like, wow, man, like you had a pretty good game week. And then you look at the rest of the teams, James, White, Barnes, Saka, all with one, Martinelli with two, and a six million game week rank when the average is 48. So how'd you do? Uh, I did pretty much uh, equally bad. I'm just sorry. I was a little distracted. I was looking at your team and just marveling at how like good on paper it looks and how terribly it performed. Yeah, it's fucking worthless. Yeah. Um, so we have very similar teams. I had Mason Mount, so that was the the highlight where he got the. I mean, that was a a crazy result. Yeah. Um, against Southampton, I think they had scored three goals within like twenty five minutes or something. Yeah. I was like, this is absurd. And of course, James got in for what a twenty five minute cameo yeah. or something like that. So didn't get in on any of the carnage. And then had Ronaldo the one point kid slap game. And I captained Sokka because that's what the model had shown. I should have just captained Salah. I was thinking like, you know, the 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 projections are saying Captain Sokka. But I should just leave it on Salah because he's probably more consistent than than Sokka will be. And um it would have worked out a little bit better, but uh, game week rank of about five million. I'm now at one seventy five k overall. So, um, just a really rough last yeah. six game weeks for me, where I I was, I think I was in the top forty k at one point, and have dropped just like a stone, tied to the leg of myself, jumping into the uh, Thames River for all of you. Wow. UK people. Wow, that that, that was a very uh, in depth analogy. You like that image, yeah? yeah. Just like you killing yourself. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> All right, that's a little dark, okay. but uh, it's, it's pretty depressing when yeah. this game doesn't go so well, and yeah. and you like invest a lot of time and energy in it. So yeah, it's here dumb. we are. It's dumb. Uh, yeah. All right, leagues. Let's do leagues. Fuck it. Uh, top ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a league dive. Uh, in tenth. Jonathan Bpat in ninth, Christopher Marshall in eighth, Bobby Love in seventh, Kieran Doyle in sixth, Jimmy Hill in fifth, Anthony Ngo uh, in fourth, Dave Leclerc third, Sam McAfee in second, Bogdan Vasile and in first, Steve Jones. Game week a score of eighty, twenty two ninety two total points and a game week or in a total overall rank of ninety one in the world pretty solid do you think steve jones feels good about himself or herself or themselves um no i think steve jones hates itself just like we do all you think did. you get to an or of 91 and you're like man this is this going well no i think things are just no going good. here's the thing i think no matter what you hate yourself and you hate this game it doesn't matter like what you what you achieve you're like, there's 90 people who are right, better than me right. in this game, and I hate them all, right. and I hate myself for not being better than right. them. That's what it is. That's what FPL is. That's what FPL is. So, can you read uh, the um, the league dive or PSL Super League? You, PSL Super League. Okay, PSL I was going to say, yeah. what do we do? Top five for that yeah. one? Yeah. All right. In fifth place, we got Thomas Bracken. Oh, a lot of good scores this week. Jeez. Uh, all right. Fourth place, we have Marvin Andre. Third place, we have Matt Hall. Second, we have Potty Pa. And then in first place, we got wet-ass Pookie, Bobby Love, <laughs> with a game week score of 102. Jesus Christ. How does that make you feel, Marco? Wow. He he more than doubled your, your game week score. Uh, it feels like my b-hole is v-wet. <laughs> <laughs> In like a bad way or a good way? <laughs> it's hard. I just shit myself. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I hate this game. This game fucking sucks. <laughs> wow. Good job, Bobby. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're crushing Marco's spirit. Yeah. It makes me feel good. Yeah, my spirit's gone. Um. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we will discuss. <laughs> we will discuss. Game week 33. Next questions. Uh, shaving your pubes. Oh, and that too, and your pubes. Stay tuned. So, 
Support for The Art of the Dive is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DIVE20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Nick, the last couple of weeks we've had the opportunity, thanks to Manscaped, to discuss a little bit about um, some of your trimming habits, which is a lot of fun. But this week we uh, were asked uh, by one of our Patreons, um, for some different styling techniques. Bobby Love wrote in asking for some styling techniques. Um, do you have any thoughts for him? Yeah, yeah. So this is a great question because when you think about the styling of your pubic hair, yeah. there's unlimited options. Yeah. You can think about colors, shapes, arrays. Uh, arrays? Did you the, say arrays? The, yeah, yeah, arrays like like how, how you're – your hairs are aligned yeah, in, no, in I, the direction I know that they what go. an array is. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like like a, a ray of sunlight, yeah. an array of sunlight. I don't know. I'm just saying no, stuff at this I, point. I get but, it. Yeah. So I've experimented with different ball stylings in the past. Uh, the fryer is one of my personal favorites. You know, you just you get something up top, you got a little bit of a patch and <laughs> and and nothing down below and and the uh, the lawnmower, the 4.0 trimmer, is very helpful in that precision kind of stylings. I also like the the what I'm calling the clown fro. <laughs> so this is like your traditional fro, but you in, involve the uh, red color so that it looks like a clown's hair. Uh, you can yeah. picture a clown, you know, the hair of a clown. Now uh, picture that. Um, as your ball styling and just imagine uh, the kind of response that you'll get um, once you drop your drawers and you show that off to whomever you're gonna you're gonna you know it's gonna it's gonna win a lot of people over yeah. let me tell you so um, with the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer this is a great tool you know it's got the light so you can see where you're cutting even in the dark <laughs> even in the back of the closet so you're not embarrassed if you know like someone walks in on you you can have that going and oh just just uh, experiment you no, know I agree I mean I think uh, for me I like the waterproof aspect that's that's what I like uh, the fact that you can do it in in the shower with the lights off of course. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was it's good. Yeah, good LED light. So what what do you really want in your life? You know, uh, I will say this as well. Um, so in in addition to the nice, uh, you know, the nice different shapes that you're doing, the the styles, if you will, the array. Um, I, I I'm appreciative of uh, some of the other things that come in the package. They did send some nice boxers. Um, and a little t-shirt and things like that. So I like to actually walk around after styling in just the boxers and t-shirt. I think that's a very yeah. it sets the tone for what's happening later in the day. And you can you can use the toner and the uh, the little lotion they got there. Yeah. So like if the styling doesn't do the trick, at least things will smell good. Right. You know, yeah, it's a two for one uh, experience. So uh, yeah. it's time to take care of yourself and go to manscaped.com and get twenty percent off plus free shipping with uh, code dive twenty. Again, as I've said before, this is a great way to support our podcast. Uh, if if you're not supporting it in one way or another uh but but this is an awesome way to help uh keep the podcast going and, and support us so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code dive 20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code dive 20 unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped welcome back second half of the pod quick shout out to our patreons thanks to all those that support the pod uh in any way that you do but specifically to our patreons and producers uh it's about 25 people that contribute every single month to help uh keep the pod going and cover things that need to be covered and pay for our fancy dinners and meals and trips uh, uh, that we go all across the world, our homes too. So we've really made it. I think it, it's just Jake's lifestyle. You're right. just bankrolling Jake's lifestyle. So thanks, everyone. Right. I just want everyone to know at this point, Nick and I are seeing nothing. It's just going to Jake. So yeah, contribute more to Jake. He needs more. 
<laughs> he's the most money focused person I know in the entire world. I've never met another human that cares more about the dollar amount of things. And so please, fun Jake. We should do like uh like one of those in the eyes of yeah. the, uh, <laughs> an ASPCA commercial. Every minute that passes, another Jake suffers on the streets. With your contribution today, you can house a Jake. For less than a dollar a day, Jake will be off the streets and in his house taking care of sad animals. <laughs> It'd be more like, for $10,000 a minute, you can help save Jake and his very luscious lifestyle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope he listens to that part of the podcast, even though he doesn't. Um, second half of the pod, Nick, let's get into it. Um, here we go. It's really, so really what it is, is it this whole second section is about, do we free hit? If we don't free hit, what do we do? Um, you know, should we be free hitting? If we do free hit, which players do we bring in? Um, some people are bench boosting even this game week. Um, so, uh, Glastro writes in on a scale of, 11 dildos uh, dildos of dildos 11 is the best how many dildos would you give my free hit team so it's a dildo scale so he's got a team of uh schmeichel and goal uh char cancelo telles uh de bruyne madison fernandez captain son martinelli wood and kane so single game week players of kane son cancelo and de bruyne and then the rest of the players are uh, double game week players. So, um, what would you... So, 11's the best, I guess. And it's a dildo scale. So, what would you give it, Nick? I'd, I'd say... All right. So, basically, we're going to start with 11 and then subtract dildos as we it's go. It's a dildo for, subs- for Okay, that's interesting. It's a, demerits. So, right. It's a logarithmic so n- negative dildo scale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's a very complex formula. So, there's no Ronaldo in the squad, although I don't personally like Ronaldo. I think he has to be in, in the in the team. What about Fernandez, though? Well, Fernandez, Ronaldo, you need three Man United players. Whoa. You, you need Ronaldo because Ronaldo is going to have an expected ownership of about 300% this game. 300 right? dildos. So, that's a minus one dildo. Um, and then a minus two dildo because Ronaldo won't be on your team and get you one point and smack right. the shit out of some kid as he's leaving the pitch. So overall, I give it a nine dildo. Nine dildo. Yeah, I think it's a nine dildo too. I'm with you on that. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to have single game week players, it's City or Spurs, obviously. Um, I don't know that you need Kane and Son. Do you feel like that? It certainly gives you a lot of coverage, but yeah. it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of funds to spend on those two players. I mean, people have been surviving with um, one or the other, but maybe they'll both go off this game week. Um, what about KDB? What's the what's his story? He he got taken off today with an injury at like sixty minutes. Did you hear anything about it? I don't I don't yeah. know if it's serious or what the deal is. Yeah, I don't know the follow up either. Um, I, I'm not going to pretend like I do. I I just uh, I watched. Uh, um, a few minutes of highlights before we started recording, and that was that was it. I, I just didn't have time from the Champions League. That is, um, yeah, it's just going to be tough because you have to make your decision by, you know, Friday or Saturday morning, right? And we won't probably know what the deal is with KDB, and um, makes it a little bit more complicated. So just just watch out for the news, you know, those. Uh, local beat reporters for each of the clubs will release that crucial information about five minutes before the, right. <laughs> the game week deadline. So make sure you're aware of all of that. Right. Um, M writes in, what is the social hierarchy amongst the Pottos and does anyone ever challenge for the top dog position or are you egalitarian? What would you say, Nick? The social hierarchy. I'd say that Marco is kind of the alpha of our group in terms of... Biggest cock. Yeah, yeah, like right. when we all slap them out there or like right. boop them out there, you boop. know, depending. <laughs> boop. Hey. Uh, Marco pulls rank, you know. Um, he's he's just, he's got all the goods, so to speak, to, to do that. I think Jake probably would say that he's the mm. alpha. Right. 
but he's more so like a what's like the lowest you can be in Zeta, terms of Zeta. The Greek yeah Zeta Zeta obviously. yeah he's he's more yeah. more of a Zeta more of a very like subservient he's like the dog in the pack of dogs that's kind of like the really yappy one mm-hmm. in the back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I don't know where would you rank myself and where would you rank Jim in in the Well, I don't even I don't is Jim alive? I don't even know. Is he is he someone who's alive? <laughs> I, he basically what happened? Yeah, he was very excited about the podcast at the beginning of the year and then he had a he was terrible like he is every year at the game and then he was like I'm not doing this fucking podcast anymore. I hate everything. He's been very busy recently. Busy and with he goes what? to bed very early. He's not busy with um, shit. What's he busy with? I don't know. He goes to bed at like uh, he does nine p.m. Eastern time. So that's true. If we try to do anything after that time, yeah. he's not available. Yeah, the only reason that uh, I am the alpha right now is because I'm I know how to edit the podcast. That's it. That's the only reason. Like <laughs> I'm not good at the game. I don't really do that much prep for the podcast anymore. I just know how to edit it and get it to where it needs to be so other people can listen to it. So I'm an essential worker, as they said during COVID. That's a good life lesson. Just do the minimum necessary required to be better than everyone else right. in your social circle yeah. to be the alpha. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Keith writes in a little recap from last uh, week. Uh, kind of funny. Game Week 32, less wanking, more sucking. That's a funny start to like any recap. <laughs> 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 it's great. It's a great start. Yeah. Uh, Eminem. That's what they're calling us now, Nick. Really? I don't know. That's what he called us. I don't think anyone else has, but I like the yeah, idea. No, I think they're all calling us that. Eminem. The, they, they, the people out there, the paparazzi. Well, it's hard to leave my home at this point. M, M, M. What are you going to do next? <laughs> right. <laughs> shave my balls. Yeah. I shave my butthole next. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, served up some fail this week. Marco is not into emulation, but does love a pity party. Okay. You know what? We're done reading this, Nick. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's going to be like for this week. It's going to be like, you thought that was low. <laughs> uh, it got worse. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Wilson writes in, well, once Chelsea lose in Champions League today, will there be less rotation in their defense? That was a question you asked earlier. Uh, I just, like I said as, as well, uh, uh, then... The FA Cup is a concern for me, so I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like, but there's not much FA Cup left, right? Yeah, I hope they lose to, to Palace. That would be incredible. Yeah. And then, then we can just be certain. Yeah, This is a great question from FPL Virgin. Can Jota cover Salah for the rest of the season? Um, that's been a huge question, and a lot of people have been jumping off Salah, which I'm I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess I see, uh, here's the thing. I see the argument for it just because Salah uh, has not scored like an open play goal in a long time, uh, which is like crazy to imagine, right? He's He's been so good all year, but, but for some reason, like in the last, I don't know, two months, really, he, his production in open play has been quite low. And so a lot of people have been trying to move off him. Um, if you look at the last kind of for me, the standard is always the last six game weeks or so, um, as I always say. So if you look at the last six game weeks, um, Sala has an XGI of 3.73, whereas Jota has an XGI of 2.32. Um, obviously, I think Sala is going to play more minutes um then jota is going into the end of the season just with diaz and firmino like being available and rotating a bit but what are your thoughts like kind of as the liverpool fan is there a way to i mean that's a huge difference in price it's five five million in price difference is there a way to like use those funds better and just go with jota and like you know he's not going to be on pens but it seems like he's going to score as many open open goals what are your thoughts Jota has definitely been the, I hate to say this, but like the player more on form yeah. in terms of his goal scoring. The The way Liverpool have been playing more recently is less, it, it feels a little less like counter-attacky in terms of their style of play where Jota's been getting on the end of crosses and he's an incredible uh, finisher off of a cross, which 
it seems just like Liverpool are playing a little bit more maybe conservative in their attack and maybe that has something to do with uh, the, the the change and, and the drop-off for Salah there. But <clears throat> if you can figure it out where maybe you have a pairing of Jota and Son versus Salah and someone else at a lower price, right. you know, maybe it. I hate to say like have a non-answer for this question, but it depends on your team structure. I don't – I just think Salah has a much higher ceiling – than Jota does. does for some of those big games, and I don't want to miss out on those. But if you can, if you can figure it out where you can get Jota and and another premium mid like Sun uh, is kind of the only one I'm thinking of. But maybe maybe that's a good differential play, and you can make up some ground in your rank for those people who are kind of hesitant to get rid of Salah. Yeah. I I just I'm not going to, but it could be a viable strategy. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not either. But I think if you were on a wild card, this seems to me like a pretty good roll of the dice. Like if you're going to look for places to take risks and make up some ground, to me, Jota instead of Salah is a very reasonable risk. It's not like out there. It's it's not something yeah. that's like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Why are you doing that? I mean, just like, again, last six game weeks only, but like... Jota is scoring a goal every 84 minutes as opposed to Salah's every 337 minutes. Like, Yeah, that's a pretty big difference. It is. I mean, yeah, but the issue is the minutes. Both, that would the be issue, good. issue is the minutes, right? Yeah. So It's still, it's still unclear <clears throat> to me what they're going to prioritize moving forward and if there will be some rotation uh, with the, the FA Cup, the Champions League, the, the league play. It's all, you know, there's all still to play for. Right. So they're not going to rest players. They rested Salah today in the, the Champions League, the second leg. Um, but I don't think those are going to, those opportunities are going to be there for the rest of the season. So I don't know. And Salah is not going to not play. Like he'll play every game week. Yeah, I don't think they can afford to not right. not have him play. So, okay. Uh yeah, I mm. feel like those are just like a terrible answer, but no, no, you know, no, no. I think here we are. That's right. We we nailed it. We're perfect again. Yeah, um, yeah. Virgin also writes in which Leicester players are most likely to get two starts in the double. I'd only say Madison, wouldn't you? Dude, I don't even know. I'm not yeah. sure about Leicester's rotation. I have Madison on my team. Yeah, and that's what the computer models said. I'm going to assume that the computer models are taking into account the well, they are the expected playing time and yeah. Hopefully, the, some some kind of rotation factor. I went with Barnes thinking, you know, he has a very similar like XGI to Madison uh, without the free kicks, but he doesn't, he's not playing. Like, he's not playing as consistent of minutes, so. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's a downer. Yeah. Story of my life. Uh, Wilson writes in, his son, Kane, and Kulu overkill, should we only have two? I would only have two. I would have uh, Kulusevsky for sure, and then I'd pick Kane or son. That's how I would do it. Um, but I don't have any of them because I wildcarded and got rid of all of them. So whatever. I hate myself. Um, also, Bracken writes in, who's the best option for the run in Cooler or Madison? Who should they replace, Sokka or Mount? Uh, would you replace Sokka or Mount with Kulu or Madison? I wouldn't. Would you? Uh, I think maybe Madison just because of the, the number of fixtures. Right. And maybe I'd consider taking out Sokka. I think Mount is a player I want to keep just kind of yeah. from what we already discussed about Chelsea, but Saka. So I don't know. Arsenal was like, they were incredibly strong for a few games there, a few weeks there where uh, they could do no wrong. They were winning games. It was back on like, you know, Arteta's the best coach we've ever had. And who said, who wanted to fire that guy? He's the best. And now they suck again. And Saka is getting, you know, blanks every game week for the past couple weeks so i i might consider replacing him with someone else who who's maybe on form or has better run of fixtures yeah and sock has been pushed really wide and deeper since the uh, injury to tyranny hasn't he yeah looking yeah, at I don't, the heat... I don't even know what they play but it's like what like a wing back almost yeah, or look, like a yeah looking at the heat map he's like basically only touching the ball in wide areas like never in a dangerous part of the pitch which is kind of a shame yeah, he's uh, he's an incredible player. It's just 
unfortunate circumstances. So maybe he's the the replacement there. Uh, Bracken writes in, who is the best Doherty replacement? Is it worth downgrading Salah to Jota so I can replace Doherty with Robertson? Interesting little question. I know we had had that question earlier about Doherty in, in general. Um, but would you do that? Would you say Doherty to Robbo, Salah down to Jota? Or would you just yeah, go I think sideways? I, would, I think I'd try to get one of those Liverpool, um, I don't know, Robertson or TAA. I think those players have like an incredible value over a lot of other defenders. So um, <clears throat> if you can swing it, maybe that's a way to, to open up those funds. But, um, you know, I still kind of, I am sticking with my strategy of maintaining um, Salah in this yeah. situation. It's a viable option, but I'm not, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Uh, those are the questions we have for the week. Who are you captaining this game week? Uh, it's Ronaldo. He's got two games, pretty good looking fixtures. So I'm assuming he will get like two or three points, maybe a yellow card, maybe a red card. And, um, that would just be fitting, you know? So, um, that's where we're at. I'm, I was considering Salah because didn't he score what a hat trick earlier in the season against Man United? Yeah. Just like absolutely thrashed them. Yeah. Um, so, like, the, the Liverpool fan in me wants to captain Sala, but I don't think that's the smart play. It's not happening. Um, okay. What do you got? I think the same. I think that's kind of my plan. Not ideal, but it's my it's my plan. I think I'm going to go with Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, everyone's going to do it, you know, yeah. Ronaldo or Fernandez, I think. So, yeah. you just got to have that coverage. Yep, 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 yep. Um. Okay, uh, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, The Art of the Dive. Download our podcasts, all the places that there are podcasts. It's a good way to do it. Um, Glastro wrote in a final question. Collectively, how many honey badge- badgers do you think you could you could take in unarmed combat? Um, Zero. Absolutely none. Yeah, I was going to say, they're pretty. They're a tough animal. Have you ever seen a honey badger? Yeah, they're nasty. They, like, eat, like, cobras and shit. Like, they... Right. They defend their dens against lions and right. hyenas and stuff. Yeah. Like me, take on that? No, I don't think so. I think zero. I could probably die against one. Unarmed? Yeah, I'm in trouble. I think. I mean, I think that they they're they they have vicious claws and teeth, and I think that we'd be in trouble if you had like a stick at least to kind of keep it back. You might be able to tire it out. Yeah, you know. But like unarmed to me means. So I think that's the move against an animal like that is you don't want to go in early. You want to wait as long as you can and try to, like, wear it out, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I was thinking, like, do I know where the honey badger lives? Right. Do I know where it's going to come out? Maybe I could hide, you know, like, behind a rock outside of its oh, den and okay. do a surprise so, attack, right, you know? Right, That's an interesting point. So, now we're talking – so, this is unarmed but also surprise. Yeah, with some <laughs> tactics. So, it's like – all right, are we just throwing me and a honey badger in a ring and then going ding, ding and see what happens? Right. Or is it like, you know, we're out in the, the wilderness right. and I, wilderness. I have my uh, my tactics because then I'm just kicking, you know, I'm kicking. A lot kicking. of kicking. Yeah. Smart. And just lose my leg and then I'm dead. Right. That's it. All right. Well, we've established that. Uh, we're going to we're gonna wrap up the pod. Good stuff tonight. Um, uh, good. I hope everyone has a great game week uh, 30, 33 double so it's kind of fun and exciting i can't imagine myself having another seven million game week but you never know so i don't want to i don't want to judge it but uh let's get out of here i'm marco i'm nick and remember you should die okay bye <laughs>